2: A radiophonic novella, Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Muñoz and Diosa FM. Hola, hola. Welcome to Season 3 of Locatora Radio. Por casteras peligrosas, because femme revenge has never sounded so sweet.
1: Locatora Radio is a radiophonic novella archiving the brilliance and legacies of women and femmes of color. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala.
2: And we are las Mammies of myth and bullshit.
1: Las locatoras of Locatora Radio. A
2: radiophonic novella.
1: Which is just a really extra way of saying...
2: A, a podcast. podcast.
1: Welcome.
2: Thank you for tuning in to Capitulo 65, 65. cinco. We're really excited to be recording with y'all today out of Boyle Heights.
1: Once again, we record here at Radio Espacio, located within Espacio 1839 in Mariachi Plaza. Thank you for joining us.
2: All right. So before we get into our interview, we want to do some housekeeping per usual. You know, we want to remind y'all that we have a code
1: we have a code we have a product code we're tired y'all we've Wait. We, we've recorded all day yeah, yeah, yeah. this is like the third episode we've recorded today okay. but we're here we're you doing know, it
2: this just goes to show you like sometimes you know recording back to back just you know it really affects your energy and you just really can't can. always do it
1: no it's so true
2: anyway okay so we're rocking with us yes <laughs> we have a code with the Bloomie. so um you can use the code locatora 10 to get your sexual health products your intimate care hygiene
1: and you already know we love the Bloomy. I love my Vesper vibrator bullet necklace. Mm-hmm. And I love my
2: rose quartz dildo. And I'm, I'm still looking for my, my next vibrator. Yup. I'm searching.
1: Yep, yep. So, you know, the Bloomy, Latina owned, Latina curated, sexual health and intimate care products. So go get you some. Use our code, LOCATORA10.
2: Yes. And we also have a code with our favorite Latina owned beauty brand, Viva Cosmetics.
1: We love Viva Cosmetics. We
2: love Viva. So you can use the code LOCAMORES for 15% off of your order.
1: For the hoe on the go. Honestly. Doesn't have time for smudged lipstick. It does not
2: smudge. It does not move for like arcomelonas just like us. Exactly. Like it's taco proof too. Like you can like have a full on meal.
1: And still be cute,
2: whatever kind of meal that is,
1: whatever the right <laughs> what, whatever you happen to be eating, yes, oh ah, yes, and um you know, we continue to be a diy indie podcast, no sponsors, no investors, and we love our listeners who show us support, however our listeners can show us that support, one way to do so is through monetary support, if it's possible for you,
2: yeah, so remember that you can venmo us, we Love, you know, receiving your donations because you usually write a really sweet note about like how Locatora keeps you going and like you also keep us going. So, you know, if you want to Venmo us at Locatora-radio, you know, that's one way that you can support our
1: podcast. Definitely. Um, and thank you to those who continue to uh, subscribe, basically, and support us on a monthly basis on Patreon. It's really not active, the Patreon, but that's one way that you can just have a monthly donation put in place if you want to support on a continuing basis like that. As you know, every dollar that comes to us goes invested right back into the podcast, into yes. production costs.
2: Yes. And you can always, um, one another way that you can help us is comment on the Instagram post, share when you're listening, tweet at us, comment on the Facebook, or you can like and subscribe and comment on Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, leaving us a review really goes a long way. We're close to 405 stars. Can't
1: wait. You thank know. you. Thank you. Alrighty. Make sure you're listening on Spotify and audio boom. Take a visit, you know, visit our website, com. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram at locatora underscore radio.
2: Everything. Ya tu sabes. Um, so just a quick update that we will be have, we will be participating in the Love Thyself Festival, which is Sunday, June 9th, I believe.
1: I'm not gonna be here, so I'm not sure. I don't know why I'm looking at her. Like she knows. <laughs> Diosa will be representing yeah. on behalf of the podcast, leading a goddess worship workshop. It's June 9th. June 9th. <laughs> June 9th. Goddess Worship.
2: Ten A.M. to 7 PM. The Hood Witch is gonna be there. Jessica Salgado. Hood Prophet, Hella Spicy. Everybody. Everybody. Donna, Hella Breezy from the Bay, Ruth and Truth, all of our friends, vendors, Brujita Skincare will also be there.
1: Yes. A who's who of like Latinx creators and creatives. Yeah. At Plaza de la Raza.
2: Yeah. So you can get your tickets at eventbrite, love thyself twenty nineteen dot eventbrite.com. Oh,
1: All right. Cool. And now we're gonna get into one of our favorite segments. You know what it is. Yes. We love Oye Locas. And we love to hear the questions that you all have for us. So what do the listeners want to know this time? Oh, this is
2: a very great question. So this question is, how do you juggle double life? Does that ever make you feel Ooh. like people in your personal life are not genuinely here from you? interesting. That's a good question. You know, I want to say like this definitely makes me feel like hashtag no new friends.
0: Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm.
2: that like people that are newer to my life I um, know I'm not talking about anybody in particularly, but like if they're a newer friend, mm-hmm. like I'm definitely more um, with like I have my guard up a little bit more. Sure. Like if you've known me pre podcast, like, you know, obviously we've been friends for a long time, but now I'm definitely
1: more hesitant as to who wants my energy and why? That's very real. I think that the struggle that I have juggling the double life is, you know, I get so tired and when I am tired and I'm just like very low energy, it's hard for me to show love and appreciation to the people in my personal life. Yeah. Because I like just want to sleep or just be by myself, especially when so much of what we do is talking, 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 talking Mm -hmm. and talking to others and socializing and the panels and the workshops and the events. And we love it. And it's all very fun. On top of that, I'm a teacher. So I'm talking, talking, talking. You really do talk all day.
2: I I would, I think about that whenever Mm -hmm. we're going to go facilitate, I'm like, damn, Mala has been like literally presenting and talking all day long.
1: So, you know, like that, Double life—it's the double the energy, and I feel I feel bad that I can't genuinely be there mm-hmm. for those that I love all the time. But you know, I think as the as the project continues to grow, this is a good problem to have. Yeah, you just have to figure it out, and I, I haven't figured it out yet. But part of it is because we don't have like a stability. Mm-hmm we're still in flux as it continues to grow. So I don't know. It'll level out. I think eventually.
2: Yeah. You know, I do want to say like, I had this experience where somebody Uh-oh. messaged me because they said like, I love your energy. Like, I'm just like so drawn to you and gravitated to, to you. And like, would it be okay if like we meet up for dinner or lunch or coffee or something? And like, seemed genuinely interested in being my friend well, I did, and the vibe was a little bit weird. I'm not going to lie. And then it turned out, oh. you know exactly who this is.
0: Oh yeah, I know.
1: And then I it remember. turned out
2: that this person was like, you know, we talked about them in a like previous capítulo where oh, yeah. they like basically um, had a picture on the Instagram that was like not okay. And when community members tried holding them accountable, blocked everybody. Yep. And then we Including were held, ac- and then we were held accountable for this person because we had worked with her on a shoot right so then this person ghosted us yep. and it like really hurt me because this person came at me like they wanted to be my friend
1: right right and was right.
2: actually like really disingenuous and then ended up just like fucking ghosting me and yeah. i'm like oh this is how you treat your friends right so i think that experience really taught me like even on the professional level if the vibe is not necessarily right Like, just then don't do it. Like, just trust that and like trust your intuition. And I, and I didn't. So I think back now, like, oh, had I actually listened to what my gut was telling me, we wouldn't have gotten to all of that. You know, and it was definitely a lesson for us, I think, as the platform was growing and how to like respond to like community accountability and calls and action. Yeah. So I think if, if there was a silver lining, it was that. You know, it taught us how to respond to that.
1: It was definitely a major lesson. That was a learning process, the entire beginning to end, because literally from the beginning to the end, like there were fuck ups and there were lessons about each like element. Yep. And I think, too, it's like, look, like in the Latinx creative space, the POC creative space, so much of our dialogue and our rhetoric is about community, 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 community. So then. I think we sometimes forget that community also includes complete strangers that Mm -hmm. we actually don't know at all. Yeah. And that's also a hard truth to tell and to recognize and be realistic about. Yeah. Someone can be your your fucking neighbor and be a fucking stranger to you. Yeah. You know, just because you're technically in community does not mean that you have the best intentions for us Mm -hmm. or that or that we're gonna vibe or that Mm -hmm. there's even an organic friendship there. Yeah. We can hold space for each other, we can respect each other, we can make room for each other, but that's doesn't community doesn't mean that you have to give it all up and let your whole guard down yep. and let people in and trample all over. Yeah. I think that's a big lesson that for me, just kind of observing how a lot of this community rhetoric can actually be weaponized or can be kind of dangerous.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's almost like you have to be accessible to everyone. And actually, I don't know. Like, the content can be accessible for everyone. But mm-hmm. me as a person, like I don't necessarily need to put myself out there for everybody. No, you know, not and at I, all. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, yeah, like that's, it does make me question who's genuinely here and who's not, Mm -hmm. you know, but you know, we learn as we go.
1: Yeah. We learn as we go. I mean, the, we have now in the past three years, I think we can identify like who our real ones are because they really have been showing up for us over and over and over again. Right. Um, Our team, our our folks, Mm -hmm. you know, whether that's like our illustrators, our friends and family who volunteer at our live shows and events, Mm -hmm. like the folks that help us put our creative projects together, who are respectful when we want to keep things low and secret, Mm -hmm. you know, like they're really, and they're working, they're putting in work. That is for me a sign of like love and mutual respect.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, it also shows us like, you know, to equally show up for for our our people that do show up for us, yeah. you know, and like how are we supporting them, and how can we love on them publicly, you mm-hmm. know, and love out loud the way we ask folks to love out loud for us? How can we do that for them too?
1: Absolutely, It's all a process, yeah,
2: who yes, a next, word next question, next all right, question. so it is graduation season, y'all, and yes, we it get, is. we have gotten this question multiple times in the past few years. So this question is graduating in May. So by the time this is out, you've already graduated. Congratulations. Yeah. How was leaving college and going back home? How was that change? So
1: we have talked many, many times about graduating college and then moving back in with our families. And here's the gag is we're still with our families. I've been out of college for five years.
2: That's what we were talking about. Like (laughs) before we started recording, like it's funny that we get this question. Not because it's, like, not a good question, but because it's, like, we've actually been out of college for a while now, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's, like, it feels like it was just recent, but no, it's actually been a few years. Like, I graduated in 2015, Mala in 2014, Mm
1: -hmm. so it's been a while. It's been a while, and I think that the political climate, the economy, the wild craziness of the world, I think college is crazier right now than it was when we were there Mm -hmm. i think current college students like our listeners who fly us out and stuff are dealing with some shit that at a different level and intensity they're
2: dealing with like white supremacy like Mm -hmm. at its peak not that it's ever been gone but people are just so much more emboldened to be public about it yeah um and i think that that's what makes it different than when we were in undergrad. Like Barack Obama was still president.
1: So not that things were like
2: fucking fine and dandy because we know that they weren't like, you know, but the political climate was definitely different.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I don't think that... Our experience necessarily will always speak to what today's graduates are dealing with. But the thing about moving home, moving back home is like, I was talking to Jessica about this the other day because I think there are so many of us who are like Latina, Latinx creators and such who are at home. Like we're Mm -hmm. not the only ones. No. There's a lot of us. There's a lot of us. And I think that, you know, there is this sort of weird social pressure to like go live on your own. Mm -hmm. Meaning don't live with your family. Mm -hmm. Go rent somewhere. Have multiple roommates. Give your money to a rando landlord. Mm -hmm. Pay all kinds of money and fees to go live far away from your family or apart from your family. But it's like for what? Yeah. for To to whose benefit? Who is benefiting there? Mm -hmm. Now I'm speaking as someone who has a great relationship with my family and my family loves me and they would have me stay there until the day I die. Mm -hmm. Like they don't want me to go, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's, they're not an abusive family. Like they're very loving. So I can be there and be happy and healthy. That's not true for everybody, but it's like moving home does not have to be a bad thing. We can think of it as instead of giving my money that I work hard for to some random white landlord, I'm giving my money to my grandmother directly. Mm -hmm. Right. If I'm going to buy food I'm helping to feed my family, right? If I'm gonna do any kind of if I'm gonna do any kind of labor like in the yard or whatever, it's like benefiting the community, mm-hmm. the household. Yeah, so absolutely. That's how I think about it. And I think that, you know, find the value in it.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I feel the same way. Like I'm was fortunate enough to come back home and my parents Well, my mom is a homeowner, you know, so Mm -hmm. I like I help my mom pay the mortgage Mm -hmm. and I would rather that so that eventually she can 100 percent own her home as opposed to renting to someone and having like. You know, we live in a, in LA, like there's a housing crisis, you yeah. know, there's no rent control no. or there is, but it, it doesn't necessarily, you know, it's not for every single building. Very minimal. You know, it is very minimal. So, you know, it, when I think about that, like I would rather, you know, help my mom one day own the home completely and, you know, pay off the mortgage um exactly and you know tajin has a yard like that's important that my dog has a yard and like exactly what you're saying when i'm thinking about communal living you know my house very much operates almost like roommates would because we're all adults now so we all have our chores you know and like my mom will very much like take there's three dogs so we'll take care of all of our dogs Mm -hmm. and like we like make sure we feed them in the morning or we try to remember to feed them in the morning and like Today I walk the dogs, like, and I'm not. <laughs> we were talking about like walking everyone's dog, and like, well, that means I have to walk <laughs> everyone's dog, right? Not just Tahine.
1: I can't just walk my dog. I have to walk all. Of yeah, the dogs. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But I'm like, okay, that's my part in like helping everybody else out, you yeah. know. So, yeah, I mean, I think that there, there's definitely like a lot of benefits if you want to see it that mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. you know. But if you do come from a family maybe that's not as supportive, especially if you're, you know, queer. Sure. Or, you know, you're out and about and you're trying to live your life and mm-hmm. you come from a probably likely, most likely a Catholic background. Like, it can be difficult. It can be hard. I mean, I like was hiding my tattoos the first like year that I was back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it wasn't a walk in the park either. And I, I was adjusting and yeah. like, dating and then not coming home. And like my parents were like, where exactly. on this stuff.
1: Right, right. You know, I mean, that's like an ongoing situation, right? Because even I'm 27 now, but that that is, I would say, maybe for me, the hardest part about being at home is like, how does the sex happen? Yeah. Like this morning, I I I got home at six six a.m. In the morning, right? You know, on my on my ho shit, right? Because <laughs> Bielsa texted me, <laughs> she was like, "Oh, how are you? Like how how was it?" And I'm like, "My ho ass just got home."
2: And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> it, was, it was funny." I was telling her it was like six thirty in the morning. And I didn't have a text from her, and my boo was like, "Ya vas a empezar con tu teléfono, con el celular," and I was like, "I gotta make sure my girl got home, okay, okay." Oh, and I did, <laughs> and she did. But it was so
1: funny because you know, obviously, I'm a grown ass woman. Like, if I want to hook up, I'm a hook up. But then I-, I had to tell this dude like, "Oh, I gotta get home before my grandma wakes up." <laughs> Like, I have a one-hour window before she wakes That's up. I gotta so go. real.
2: No, and a says my mom will cover for me. Like, sometimes my dad will be like, oh, she didn't come home last night. And my mom's like, oh, no, she got up early to go to the gym.
1: Good. Your mom's good. My mom's a real one. Your mom's good. You know? I always say, oh, no, I slept over at Monica's house. <laughs> I always blame Monica. I'm like, I fell asleep on Monica's couch. It's I,
2: I am that friend for my homegirl. Love it. One of my homegirls. I won't say her name in case her mom listens. For, um, she'll, (laughs) she'll, she'll tell them that she's with me. And I'm like, bitch, I live down the street from you. You can't go
1: home. Like, really? Exactly. (laughs) You know, but, but so those are all things to keep into account when you go home. You, you just learn how to be a sneakier hoe. Right. you already go back to your
2: Catholic school days. (laughs) Go Back
1: to your Catholic school days. Yeah. (laughs) That's real.
2: You know, best of luck to all of our recent graduates. Yes. And like, we, we understand you know, to the best of our like, how what we experienced. You know, like the transition from being a full time student. I I really feel like you somewhat go into an identity crisis because. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And this isn't true for everyone. You know, not everybody goes like back to back like from high school to undergrad. But you know, mm-hmm. when you do, when you have that like K through twelve education, and then you jump straight to a four year like you graduate, you're like, oh shit! Like I don't know how to not be in school. Exactly. You know
1: not have our day like organized and Around dictated the class. by classes. Exactly.
2: Yeah. You know, so yep. you know, lots of love to y'all. You it's, know, we support you finding a new hobby, finding like a new like way to be. Like yeah. really just be.
1: It's cause that's the thing is like I think of school is you are learning in theory how to be a person in the world. Right. Once you graduate, now you gotta actually do it. Mm-hmm. You have to actually be a person in the world. And that's trial and error, and it's mistakes, and it's pain, and it's confusion, and it's sadness, but it's also lots of joy, lots of happiness, lots of fun, lots of adventure. Yeah. And we were just with our our we our interview guests, right? We were talking before we started recording about how the 20s are wild. They're a mess. A mess. We're still in our 20s. And yes, concur, they are a mess. They're a mess. Yeah. It's getting I'm better. I'm still trying
2: to get my credit score, right? right? Like, I'm Same. still building it. <laughs> like,
1: oh, right. The debt, the jobs, the debt, all, of, all it. of it. The overdrawn accounts, all of it. The late nights, the the lies we tell our bosses, mm-hmm. whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? It's a wild life, but it's fun. So just enjoy it. It's going to be a wild ride. I hope it's a wild ride, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. I hope, I, to, I hope that was it's a little wild. I hope it's a little wild. wild. Yeah. I, you hope, know? I hope
2: you have some st- stability. Some
1: stability, but a lot of fun. Yes.
2: Woo. All righty. That's all I have to say. So <laughs> thank you for those listener questions. We love Oye Loca. So now we are going to get into our interview with the amazing Leah Guerrero. Fuck, I did it again. Um, okay, so now we're going to jump into our interview with Leah Guerrero from Brujita Skincare. And she actually brought a Ramones song, which is a little bit off-brand for Locatora. But, you know, we love our punk rock Latinas, you know. So we're going to go ahead and introduce her, read her bio, and then we're going to listen to the song she brought.
1: Yes. So... Brujita Skincare, I think you probably, if you're a -a mode, you've probably seen Brujita Skincare on the gram. Most likely. And all over the place. So, Brujita Skincare is a Latina-owned brand from LA. Brujita Skincare focuses on making essential skincare with ingredients sourced from mercados throughout Mexico. Sourcing from merchants brings awareness to other communities about mercado culture in different regions of Mexico.
2: Leah Guerrero is the creator of Brujita Skincare and has over 10 years of experience in holistic skincare as an esthetician. Leah has been making holistic skincare products since 2013 and has since been on a constant journey of creating affordable skincare for all communities. Brujita Skincare was born in Mexico City during her month-long trips and immersing herself in mercados. She introduced the brand to local LA maker markets in 2017. Brujita's rapid growth allowed her to acquire a manufacturing studio in downtown LA where she currently makes all of the products. Brujita Skincare is so much more than just a skincare brand. It is a combination of travel, multimedia, and chef-inspired
1: formulations. So, we're going to get into our song break. Por peligrosas.
2: Welcome back. We're so excited to have Leah Guerrero from Brujita Skincare in the building with us today. Say hi, girl.
0: What's up, everybody? super happy to be connecting with y'all finally super cool same
1: here same here thank you for coming out to radio espacio to record with us can you do us a favor and introduce yourself and brujita skincare to our listeners to our locamores
0: amazing so i am Leah guerrero i am the creator and i am all hands in brujita skincare um and that means i source materials i go out and travel to mexico Um, every other three months. And I'm there in the Mercado sourcing for everybody and making affordable skincare for all communities. Yes, amazing.
2: You know, I actually use Brujita Skincare and I can attest that it is amazing. Um, I was using like all these like expensive products from Sephora and just not getting any results And then I switched over to Burujita and I definitely noticed a difference in my skin. So I'm really, I'm really excited and happy to have you here and like to be able to talk about skincare and how it's a type of femme technology and just entrepreneurship in general. Like you already mentioned, you, you know, you, you run everything, you do everything, you have your hands in all of it.
0: Yes, most definitely. Um, I have been in holistic skincare for 10 years. I've been in and out of the spa since I've been 18, so I'm 31 now, so it's, It's been a long journey. I've started making products in 2013 um, just because, like you said, um, you know, it's it's a common thing in my clients using uh, expensive products, going to Sephora or to Ulta and getting these products that swear you know will cure or to you know get rid of acne or any kind of ailment. And um, really, I started realizing that I was hurting my clients and I was you know not healing them properly. And so I uh, took a step back from the spas and I actually educated myself through going through thrift stores and sourcing books on homeopathic remedies and holistic living. Um, and that just all came, yeah, all at once. And so I started really learning um, how to really reconnect with with Earth because I mean, all of these were I mean all of these powders and all of these clays have been accessible forever. Sure. I, yeah. I mean, since uh, Aztec and Mayans or Cleopatra, we hear about all these ancient rituals that that people used to use, and so I, f- I feel like that's it's it's super important now in this age to reconnect with that and and really hone in on on that as well. Um, so that is pretty much what I've been doing for the past twelve years is uh, making products and really really uh, focused on. Um, Really focus on reconnecting people with earth, and really getting into uh, using clays and using antioxidant powders, and realizing that all of these natural ingredients can help you um, and can cure whatever skin problem that you do have.
2: Yeah, that ancestral knowledge, right?
1: Yes, that ancestral knowledge, that fem technology, and I'm I'm looking, you know, at your bio right now and seeing how you source your ingredients. You source your ingredients from different mercados in Mexico, and this comment on mercado culture. And you know, here in LA, we're all about our swap meets and our flea Where? markets, and as a source of culture, of commerce, of of trading, all this good stuff. Could you talk a little bit about that mercado culture and sourcing your ingredients?
0: Yes, most definitely. So I had been going um, in and out of Mexico for like the past two years with my family. Um, my father's partner is Mexicana, so going to the EFE a lot. Um, Really changed my perspective on the Mercado culture because it's so different from here in LA. It's, it's, um, it's a lot more abundant, should I say, just because mm-hmm. there's more space for that to allow um, Latinos or to allow that culture to to be expansive in that way. Um, so really just immersing myself. Seriously, guys, I like seriously walked around the EFE, Mexico City, and I walked and through every single mercado where I can get like where I can go, basically, and really just asking questions and um it's so funny because I do have broken Spanish, but it's it's it was also humbling because they actually appreciated that that I wanted to learn how to speak Spanish properly and learn um, all of. The benefits of each powders um there's a lot of powders in mexico that you can't source over here in the states sure um there's a lot of ingredients that are only grown in southern mexico or in different parts of mexico so um those ingredients are very sought after and very special and i'm so privileged to be able to source these ingredients out there um it's it's uh it's definitely been rewarding, and it's definitely opened my mind to to realize that this culture is super important and it's uh, it should be documented and it should be filmed. And that's why. I like to incorporate video and I like to incorporate travel and food as well into Brujita Skincare. So Brujita Skincare is not just a skincare brand. It became like this whole lifestyle, like making it timeless and making it super relatable to people. And that's what I got out of walking through these mercados was like, I really want to bring this back home and show people that this is a fucking world out here that is so alive and just really welcoming and really just like, welcoming all kinds of people from all walks of life. And um, it, there's something really nourishing in that, for sure. And there's something very open about that. And I really think it's important to re- really like tell my audience, the community. I don't like to say followers. I feel like that's a dumb mm-hmm, word. Sure. But the community, mm-hmm. you know, I really want to share with the community that this is out here. You can go here. It's accessible to everyone. There's no need to be afraid at all.
2: Yeah, you know, I I like how you're describing the evolution of Brujita to a skin from a skincare line to a multimedia project, right? And how um, the traveling, right? And like the ethically sourcing the your products has allowed it to become its own project itself, right? And has grown has ha, there's been a need for it to grow yes. to a multimedia
0: project. Yes. Yes. Um, that's been such a Brigitte on, is only a year and a half old. It's not even two years yet. Wow, that's and wild. Yeah, yeah, right. And so it's like I really am just learning, like as it goes, as the growth just like comes upon it. Like is just growing. It's like a teenager now, pretty much. I feel like she lost her training wheels and she's like Aww. off, like driving a freaking car now. You know, so it's it's pretty crazy um, to see the growth about it. And I really do get inspired by music and by film and and uh some music and film is highly inspirational to me and um really incorporating that into brujita into my photo shoots the video shoots as well is super important um i think what i really wanted to do is is the most important factor about brujita is being relatable and not like out of reach Mm -hmm. that this dream isn't out of reach like you can be chilling in your bathtub and have fun. You can be wearing these facial masks and feeling good, and it doesn't have to feel like this, um, like this elitist product that you're using or something like that. It's it's something that I want to be uh, for everybody, and that's yeah, that really when I want to show, like within the multimedia of like taking the photos and. Um, doing the video and most of my photos I am naked and I just want to show like that vulnerability of like it's okay to be vulnerable and it's okay to show your skin
2: right? even though
0: you may not be comfortable in it because mm-hmm. there's times where I'm not comfortable in it as sure. well but to be in this like brujita element or this like light that it has it's it's very rewarding it, I learned a lot about myself and the things that I can actually do and you know it. Brujita stems from like in the beginning of Brujita, I was bullied and this person had body shamed me, and it was so important to me to like not get back at them or anything, but like or or talk anything negatively back to them, which is like a super impulsive thing or sure. a normal thing to do. And so what I realized was like I'm going to make sure this person sees like my body every, everywhere, so you know. And a, it's a person on Instagram. No, a person who I've known for a really long time ended up. Yeah, that's kind of like the root of Brujita as well. I had a business like before Brujita. You were
1: an Mm -hmm. esthetician, you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes,
0: I was an esthetician and I had a business before that. And it was a product line as well. But it had a different total intention to it. It was very all about making money and just about that and Mm. I feel like that's where the passion was lost sure and eventually you know the business and the friendship that I was aligned with that grew apart as well and so you know when this person did finally body shame me it was like this eye opener to like I'm gonna make sure like this person like realizes that they have no effect and that Brujita is still going to go on. I was named Brujita by the vendors in the Mercados. Um, Ooh, I was, wow, I yeah, love can, that. You, can you talk about
2: the naming <laughs> Yeah, of that?
0: So I was first named Brujita by my friends in DF and I took it as like a term of endearment because yes, I am a little witch. I brew up my concoctions right. and you know, I Truly. feel skin. And so I just thought it was like a cute thing until I went into the Mercado and the vendor was like, why do you need like 15 kilos of tepesco?" Like, he was so on to me, like, mm-hmm. he was like, why do you need 30 pounds of
1: Tepescohiti? And so I told him. And what them, is that for te- our listeners who don't know? And I don't know.
0: Tepescohiti is a tree, so it only grows in southern Mexico and Brazil. So it's a super sought after ingredient. And oh. by that, I mean, it. it's really important to healing the skin, any kind of burns, any kind of sun damage there's a super crazy story behind it um, I butcher I butcher the story all the time but I know like the little bits and pieces of it um, a village in Mexico um, like caught on fire and a lot of it caught on fire to the point where like people were getting burned up and dying oh wow and so they found Tepescoviti and they started putting Tepescoiti just like a paste just simple water in the Tepescoiti powder and it healed like many of the villagers from like second degree third degree burns and so that's how they realized that tepescoiti was a miracle ingredient and that it can heal wounds so acne is a wound i consider it a, a wound when it, you pick at it it hurts immediately sure so um yeah trying out tepiscoiti and experiencing it and experiencing it on my clients by facials i learned that it really does help and cure acne it's Pretty amazing uh it's really amazing what you do when you open your mind up to other things that you don't know the unknown and then right. you find out that it's here to help and mostly anything that comes from earth is is here to help you we're connected to earth like biochemically like Chemistry-wise, like we are connected to Earth, so anything that we put on Earth vibes, um, it's it sinks in and absorbs super easily into the skin. Mm-hmm. So that's why organic and like unrefined oils are super important right. and, and like organic. Mm-hmm. I don't say these powders or clays are organic because they come from Earth. So that's like the rawest, purest form mm-hmm. of Earth. Yeah. You're the second person,
2: like the second like fem techy, to tell us like about how our skin, like, absorbs some, you know, what you put on it, and then it goes into your bloodstream, essentially. Yeah, so, exactly. like-
0: And that takes 15 minutes. So, yeah, like, the makeup that we're using, mm-hmm. um, yeah, any kind of skin product, from the water that we use on our skin when we bathe, all of that is going into our bloodstream, all of that is going inside Um, our skin and all has an impact in some kind of way that's why if you bathe in hot shower your skin's gonna be dry as fuck or Mm -hmm. dehydrated Mm -hmm. so it's like super important to bathe in lukewarm water um, as well as like other things of like not you know uh, yeah washing your face in hot water the same way it's washing your face with cold water Mm -hmm. it it just Takes down inflammation and it takes down the redness and it calms down the skin instead of like heating it up more. Yeah. When you heat things up more, you kind of aggravate it and it doesn't have time to heal. So,
1: yeah. And I love this conversation because this is just so seamlessly transitioning into a conversation about body chemistry and the natural ingredients and the chimicas involved there. Um, you know, this is our femtech quarter. So we really like to talk about traditionally feminine activities and expression that are historically undervalued or overlooked and reclaiming them as technology and as science. So I'm wondering, like, for you, how do you see Brujita Skincare and the work that you do falling into that sort of lineage of fem technology?
0: So definitely from the way that you're mixing the facial mask, the measurements from coming from, you know, spraying the hydrosol within the powders and recognizing that chemistry, you're making that into a paste, um, the intention that goes into it, whatever you're thinking, um, hopefully it's positive affirmations. Of course, um, all of that is, is, all going into this brain and all into your aura, your physical aura, and it all has an impact on you. And I feel like that's that's where the science comes in. That's where, you know, uh revealing truths about yourself as well and and you know being in that vulnerable state and like, you know, realizing that all of this is a gift too, because when when we realize the truth, sometimes it hurts. You know, but we also grow from that. And so I I think the science of feelings is super important as well when it comes to this. Um, I want to be very forward and say that I don't measure things when I do make these products Mm. because it all comes from within. It's all intuitive. Um, I never measure anything out. I just know what works because I have the experience. I've worked with these powders for over 10 years. So I, I basically know my own concoctions is just, that's what makes it brujita. And, and so, um, Realizing that as well, it's it's almost like cooking, really. Yeah. Like I, if you see me in the studio, like whoever comes by, um, recently uh, I hired someone. Her name is Iris. She's amazing. Um, she made my job a lot easier, and <laughs> she's just like watching me. And she's just like, "Dude, you're not measuring anything. Like I don't have to." And she's like, "How do you know?" And I just know. I just feel it. I know when I make a bad batch, and I know when I make a good batch. Okay, but it's it's very hard to come back from a bad batch pretty pretty much. And that's when I know like I'm not feeling it like or if I have a half day of just like butchering ingredients and stuff, I'm just like, I got to take a break. Like I got to take a break for two days and then I'll come back and start mix and start brewing again. And um, so as well as, you know, getting ready. (laughs) Getting ready, now that I think about it. it, helps me feel super good because I'm never in a hurry either. I'm never in a hurry. That's one of the things that I like about self-care is that you should never feel rushed when you're doing that, um, especially when you're bathing in the morning or at night. I really do feel like that time should be for yourself, whether it be 20 minutes to a half an hour. Like, really like disengage. Turn off your phone. like Turn off all of this stuff and really like connect with yourself and talk with yourself. I feel like a lot of people don't really do that. I ask people if they talk to themselves, you know, and they say, no, I never have a conversation with myself at all. And I think Mm. that's kind of weird. Like, talk to yourself, dude. Like. Ask yourself, how are you feeling today? You know? I talk to myself like, all the time. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, I'm looking, <laughs> at was looking at you because I, I know I you do to too. My, I
2: yeah. talk to myself
0: a lot. We talk yeah. to
2: each other, I mean ourselves, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, like
0: mm-hmm. check in. It's know? a yeah. thing. It's definitely mm-hmm. a thing. You know,
2: yeah. and, and I, I feel like I grew up seeing my mom do that. Like my mom, I, like now, I like I can hear her. She'll be in another room and I can hear her talking, talking to herself. herself. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely like inherited that trait or like I learned that trait.
1: It's learned. Mm-hmm. My dad talks to himself a lot. And I find myself... When I'm in the car, there's so many things we can be listening to, right? We can listen to the radio. We can listen to podcasts. We can listen to Baychella on Spotify, for yeah. example, <laughs> right? Amazing. But I find myself sometimes turning it all off because I'm like, I just need to turn, pull up my windows and talk to myself. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's what I enjoy doing a lot in the car. And it really is informative for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And it's like fun, I enjoy it.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, We listen to music all day in the store studio. And by we, I say me and my partner, we share a studio together. Okay. So whenever, we're with each other a lot of the time. So whenever we're taking breaks and we need to drive somewhere, it's definitely no no radio Mm, on. It's definitely silence. And that took like a little bit of her to like get used to, you know, because she's used to radio or she's used to like speaking or like just doing other things. She's just used to noise. And so when I told her, Hey, have you realized like I haven't been playing music and it's because I want to connect with you, you know? Like we're busy working all the time and yeah. it's like let's on us. Like, yeah. let's, let's talk. Like, what do we like? Exactly. <laughs> we sort <straight> of <laughs> asked each other the other day. She was like, what are you going to do this weekend? I'm like, I don't know, dude, I have like one day off and I don't even know what I like to do anymore. Mm. Like, <laughs>
2: That's so funny because recently someone asked us this question and said, what do y'all do for fun? And we both laughed and we were like, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> I yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, one of like the, the difficult parts about, you know, uh, Brihita being, uh, like so growing rapidly is that like I kind of lost what I like a little bit because Mm. I am busy producing and I'm busy you know tending to the community and things like that to where you know I I I forgot what kind of music I liked for a little bit I forgot you know like what type of food do I actually like like where you know like do I even like going to the movies anymore yeah like what do I like you know (laughs) it's 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 definitely rewarding in that way because you, you like I said, you it's uh, just the truths, you know, the truths that just come out of like work on yourself mm-hmm. with the reminders of like working on yourself. Like, yes, you're tending to community and good job, you know, but what about you? Like, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very important. Yeah. That's so
2: important because so many of our listeners like work in the nonprofit sector, are activists, maybe they're in... Um, the private sector, but they have, they have majority of white coworkers. So they will ask us those questions, like of how to take care of themselves. So what I like that we've heard from you so far is like self-care should be intentional. And the time that you spend alone should be intentional. Like often the only times we'll get alone will be when you're in the shower. Yeah, right. Exactly. Especially if you live with your family, you live with your partner, you work with a lot of people, you know, so taking that time and really being mindful about what you're doing and your positive thoughts so I, I like like mm-hmm. hearing you say that. I think that's really important. And also being
0: present in the negative thoughts, too. I mean, I definitely don't want to like uh, fall, fall away from that either, you know, because sometimes we don't feel good. But that's also important to mm-hmm. know, like, you know, the truths mm-hmm. of like of recognizing that you don't feel good. But how can I get myself out of this? How can I, you know, work on that? I feel like that's super important. And that's going back to like talking to yourself and checking in. Yeah.
1: absolutely and so you you mentioned the growth of brujita and how it's just blowing up and it's just taking on a life of its own and you did have some really cool features hey. um teen vogue days glamour can you talk about those and Dude, how they came was- about and the coverage and <laughs> how you feel
0: everything i don't even know but- <laughs> congratulations Congrats. felicidades yeah muchas gracias um Honestly, like, the best way that I can describe it is that, like, no dream is out of reach. Like, mm. now, you know? Um, before, it was, like, you know, dreams that I was just, like, you know, it, it'll never happen, you know? But I still like to fantasize about it. Um, I've... Yeah, Team Vogue and Vogue were, like, definitely magazines that I did read, you know, when I was younger. And, of course, like, the fantasy of, like, I'm one day going to be in this, you know? And so when it actually happened, I cry, dude. I cry like, a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Bruhita is like, let me, like, just, like, let it out because of all these blessings. And it's just, like, this is actually happening. And this is so trippy. Like, yeah. all these things that I thought were out of reach or, like, a far-fetched idea are now, like, coming... They're now present and I'm grabbing them wholeheartedly. Like, Amazing. And I'm just being thankful for it and really telling my truth and telling my story, uh, I think is super important. And, you know, saying that I'm here for the squad, which is the community, you know, mm-hmm. and that's like mm-hmm. the most important. I'm here for the squad. I'm here to make affordable skincare. I'm like here doing this forever. Like, Brujito is my full time. Like, but yeah, I don't have another job. I never left a day job. Right. Brujita's been it like since, yeah, I can remember. Um, Yeah, I've just been working with skin for so long that it's it's a part of my being. It's who I am. It's a a lifestyle. I talk about skin every single day. There's Mm -hmm. not a day where I don't talk about skin. And I love it. It's amazing. I love... Um, speaking about one of the most important aspects of our body is our skin and how to protect it and how to hydrate and, you know, be the best person that you can be through your skin. Yeah. Yeah. Our largest organ, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The largest organ, the largest fucking sponge in the world is our skin so wild
1: especially. to think about i know yeah, it is it um, really
2: is yeah so you know in addition to like talking about the features and how you've been growing you also recently did a collab with hotel figueroa yes and that's amazing can Thank you talk you. about how that collab came about
0: and what that means for brujita um so uh, with that That feature, uh, or that collaboration, came out of nowhere, honestly. Yamada and I, my partner, we we actually, like, dined at Hotel Figaro a few times, and we actually like had this dream about using one of their rooms it got remodeled so like we we were eating there when it was um before the remodel and it was very mediterranean and kind of like spanish tile everywhere and the bathtubs were like amazing they look so cool and we yeah we wanted a beautiful space mm-hmm, we wanted to use it for the spring shoot actually that's mm-hmm. coming out this wednesday and and so we were just dreaming because the hotel room was like a thousand bucks or something like that and so we were just like nice dream you know until hotel 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 Figueroa just started liking all these photos on Instagram, (gasps) dude. And I was like, wow, y'all manifested that shit. I was like, babe, I'm like, look, Hotel Figueroa is hitting me up. Like, look, look, look. And then finally they like commented, like, love what y'all are doing. Like beautiful, like beautiful brown people. And I was like, cool. Like, all right. So I DM would them and I was like, yo, we love Hotel Figueroa. We love Breva. Like we started like name dropping the restaurants, you know. And so they're just like, yeah, like no-brainer, come meet up with us. Like, we're down a collab, all right. And so I went, we went, and we found out what they wanted, and they wanted a collection for the VIP suites. And so I was automatically inspired, and I said yes, let's do it. And so the Hotel Figueroa ca- collaboration is called the Green Collection, and it's inspired by the typical Angelino, so uh, the the health nut, um, the, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> love it. the the health nut, the uh, millennial, the yep. hipster, the whatever you want to call it, the young crowd now. Sure. And so it's a. It, It has a cleanser, it has a full body lotion, it has a lip balm and um, a hydrosol. The hydrosol and lip balm, I believe, are very essential things to have inside of your makeup bag, inside of your backpack at all times. Um, The hydrosols are just pure plant waters. They're pure antioxidants to the face. It's not a toner because it doesn't have alcohol or any other additives. So you're just getting pure flower bliss, like on your face. Love it. It's amazing. I
2: carry the chamomile with
0: me in my makeup bag. Mm -hmm, Exactly. I have my makeup users who use it as their setting spray. I love it. Amazing. Yes. Do it. Keep doing it, it, please. Because you're getting all that flower power, you know? Flower power is no joke. The antioxidants in these flowers are no joke. Like you're getting full mineral content to you know, to build up the surface immunity. And I think that's super special, you know, that we're getting that from nature. It's like, yeah, cool. No brainer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, where else is it going to come from? Realistically. I mean, yes, most definitely. That's why I get
0: scared about synthetic products or when I hear that my clients are using, you know, synthetic products from Lush or from, you know, Clinique, L'Oreal, you know, Lancome, I can go on. And it's like, dude, like, Try something that is wholesome. Try something that is simple. Like, go back to your roots, like, wherever your um, ancestors are from or wherever land... You could be from Europe, and it doesn't matter. They use milk over there. They use oats over there. Mm. It's like, you you can definitely still, like, have that simple approach and not have that typical ancestry, yeah. like, from Latinx, from the Latinx community.
2: You know, I, like, have have not talked about this on the podcast, but I maintain that my mom actually fucked up my skin... <gasps> Because I, um, I mean, it's still now like I'm I'm definitely more acne prone, but no one in my family is. But when I was little, my mom would give me a Clinique bar to wash my face. And my mom had grown skin like she could use the Clinique. But me as a kid, I shouldn't have been using like a Clinique skin bar and lotion like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I'm like one of the only ones that has that is acne prone in my family, um, and I think like that that's why like when I think about it now because no one else was using that
0: those kinds of products right and I mean uh, still a lot of people don't recognize that like things like fragrance or the parabens or the sulfates um, even glycols uh, it's it, those are also dehydrating to the skin so when your skin is feeling dehydrated what's it going to do? It's going to go in defense mode. It's going to, uh, you know, give you a ton of oil that your skin just doesn't need, but it, thinks that it needs because it's dehydrated and so with that then it comes the pimples and the acne Mm -hmm. hormonal acne especially hormonal acne is inedible. it happens to everyone Mm -hmm. it's it's just the factor of learning how to embrace it now and to take care of it in a simple way and that's what i like to share with people is like don't get aggravated this is super normal like this happens
2: you know who I've, i've seen as a big like advocate of that is ethereal I think it's Emilia Ortiz right and she like will talk about embracing her oily skin and I know that she uses your products as well so like I it's really cool to see that online like her talking about like I have oily skin and I tried to like make it different but I can't so this is me embracing Mm
0: -hmm. it now sure yeah Yeah. and she's shiny like she's very shiny she Mm -hmm. loves her glow yeah and she's so great E is so awesome I seriously just hit her up and i was like hey like can we be homegirls like you look like someone who i like will chill with you like yeah yeah, straight up like chill with in reality Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she was like yeah like what's up Blah blah. we got to talking and i just said hey like let me give you some skincare and she was so super into it like yes please and um i have her to thank for like my growth in brujita mm-hmm. her and the hood witch most definitely those are two of like my girls like we love who, them we love, we I love cherish them, them from like a distance like, Same. i love y'all never Same. haven't met them in person but i feel like i've met like their spirit in some sort of way you know because they trusted me and that's like saying a lot when you trust someone that mm-hmm. means a lot most definitely yes
1: absolutely and i do love the the comment that you made about where you're from and the natural products Mm -hmm. from that region from where you're from because it goes back to like we are connected to the earth Mm -hmm. and if you have roots in Latin America and in this side of the hemisphere or whatever like it makes sense to incorporate those natural ingredients Mm -hmm. back into your body Mm -hmm. as opposed to some strange like far away ingredient. Yeah.
0: Or some man-made ingredient. Yeah. Yeah. That has no kind of benefit to your skin Mm -hmm. at all. So like going back to those big brands like Clinique and Lancome, they use these synthetic ingredients to mimic, to mimic the natural approach, to mm. mimic the natural, simple ways that these actual ingredients take. Because, you know, the natural ingredients, it's like it's a mess, you know? I'll I'll admit that. Like no one likes to mix their own stuff. Everyone wants a simple way to yeah. just have it mix and to just put it on. But That's not what Brihita is about. Brihita is really about reconnecting with Earth and and really establishing that that connection again, like really establishing that relationship within, you know, Earth and then also within yourself as well.
1: Absolutely.
2: I love it. You know, before we go, I wanted to ask a question for our listeners so that they can have, like, even more of a takeaway from, like, all the knowledge that you dropped right now. Like, what is, like, maybe a... a uh, skincare recommendation I know that it's like By type But like a skincare rec- A general one That you can give What is like a common Skin mistake That people The skincare mm. mistake That people make That they shouldn't be doing Picking their skin Okay Stop
1: picking at your skin I do that I do that Because <laughs> I, I just want Whatever it is mm-hmm. to be gone
2: I, I, Then yeah. I
0: inflame my skin
1: And then it's worse mm-hmm. And it's
0: so cute Because my partner Will be like I broke out everywhere Why am I breaking out And she'll literally Point to every single one And touch them And I'm like Well
1: you're touching them Stop touching them Where Got it your fingers thin. Okay, right, so right, right. don't yeah. touch
0: your face. Don't touch your face. Don't pick at your skin. Don't pick at your skin, ever.
1: Ugh, uh, I'm so bad at that. I touch my face <laughs> a lot, <laughs> and, that and that. I need to stop. You do. I do. So also, do I. Also, washing your face properly mm-hmm.
0: is, is a big thing. Um, creamy cleansers are definitely a huge recommendation, as opposed to gel or foamy mm. cleansers. Gel and foaming cleansers will dehydrate your skin. That squeaky clean feeling that you love, you should hate it, because you're, like, it's stripping. so bad for your Interesting. skin. Interesting. Stripping so when the skin. You're introducing creamy your emollient humectant ingredients those are all sealing in moisture so you're getting that nice glow and not stripping away um i mean i could go on no (laughs) no hot water lukewarm to cold water Um, my acne clients definitely for for that reason cold water always will help you um also for cystic acne getting into unrefined and organic oils will be your best friend rebuilding that surface immunity um, also, Palo Santo is uh, Palo Santo oil is a great um, a great way to expel all that energy from cystic acne. Interesting. So I have a product called Santa Limpia. Facial scrub. I think you use it, yes. Sir. I use the the purple reina. The purple reina. So, mm-hmm. so like the same thing, though, expelling all of that energy. Purple reina has maki berry, so you're getting all the defense mechanisms mm-hmm. from the maki berry. berry grows in the Patagonia under harsh conditions, so it's literally going through these, like, you know, I need to save myself. I need to survive ah, to chilling out. So it. you're getting all those defense mechanisms and you're getting all of these like real, real, like strengthening ingredients into the skin, which heals the skin. Yeah. It's amazing beautiful
2: thank you so much yes. this was so not like such a g- amazing knowledge share yeah. thank you for sharing all of this
1: so much femme science so much femme technology we thank you for being here and for our listeners if they want to keep up with you they want to keep up with brujita skincare buy your products follow your moves how can they do that plug yes. plug plug
0: please follow me on instagram at brujita skincare dm me comment Whatever, if you have any recommend, if you have any questions, please, I am here to help you. I talk to everyone. I don't ever, uh, I don't ever overlook anybody is what I'm trying to say. Um, I'm always here for any kind of skin concerns, any kind of questions. I'm, I'm always available. And then if you want to check out the products, PrujitaSkincare.com, that's where you can find everything. I'm sorry if I'm sold out, but I promise the restock, <laughs> the restock label is always on top of the page. So you can always know up to date when I'm restocking again.
2: All righty, Locamores. We will catch you next time.
0: Besitos. Besitos.
1: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.